Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Tommy McNamara is somewhat funny. Uh, Tommy does not have COVID, has not yet had COVID, so we're one for two of people that have been on You, Me, Them, Everybody in year 15, 2022 that have had COVID. Yesterday, Allison Lane was on the show. You can listen to that podcast at youmethemeverybody.com or in Spotify or in iTunes. I don't care how you listen, as long as you listen, that'd be really cool. Tommy is wonderful. He's been the house band of the show. He's been on the show as a guest many times. I really, really like Tommy, and I was really hopeful that we'd see each other in December of 2021, and that did not happen. That's okay. Hopefully we do it in 2022. Here's Tommy. You were one of the last people I saw before a global pandemic, and I tried to see you at the end of 2021, and we've yet to see each other. I know. Well, the good thing is it's totally done now. It all wrapped <laughs> up with a bow, and we never have to think about it again. So that's nice. Uh, we last interacted like the middle of December, right when the wave was picking up, because I saw that you had canceled your Lincoln Lodge show, which I think was a big deal to you. Yeah, it was. I was like really, really bummed. Um, and obviously, you know, it was the right move based on, <laughs> you know, how bad the numbers were and everything. But. I don't know. It's like uh, it was my Christmas show, and it's something I look forward to all year. And the uh, the New York version was really fun. I was so so excited to do it in Chicago. And then that week, I was just like, oh, I just can't do it. And I got an email from the venue that was like, Hey, every other show has canceled. Do you still want to do your show? And I was like, so they no, were, I'm Do you not think they would have let you if you were like, Yes, I want. I have well, to that, do the show. That's what they said. I was like, I'm not going to be the guy where they come into work because I need my fucking show to happen. You know? <laughs> How was the New York show? It was my favorite. So this was like the fifth fifth year I've done a, a Christmas show, and this was the the fourth one because obviously twenty twenty didn't happen. But it was my favorite one. Um, yeah, I just had so much fun, and I, I play with a band in that show. I do a lot of music, and uh, we got to practice for the first time uh, in five years of doing it. We'd always literally tried to practice like one song during sound check, and then just kind of winged it for the rest. So this was the first time we actually got to practice in. So it felt way better. Do you feel like you're a jazz musician when you say things like that? <laughs> no, I feel like I am a uh, dumbass who <laughs> doesn't know how to play in. And <laughs> or you're like Chuck Berry and refuse to pay a band, so you just hire locals every stop. Why do pe- people keep telling me I'm like Chuck Berry? <laughs> <laughs> that keeps happening. I don't know why. <laughs> Two Midwestern boys, Chuck Berry and Tommy McNamara. <laughs> One of them did some very bad things <laughs> involving the bathroom. And uh, <laughs> have you performed since your Christmas show? Um, I so I did one show this month in New York that I was kind of shocked it wasn't canceled, but I had just been tested. I just got a test result the day before, and I was fine, so I, I did it. And there was like no one there, and I was like, "Why did I do this?" But it was fine. <laughs> that was the only one I've done. Did you do a digital show or digital show? Jesus Christ, a digital show. Didn't you do a virtual one as well? Um, I'm trying to remember what the last Zoom show I did was. I don't think I've done one in the last couple of weeks. But, um... Maybe I assumed that one was a Zoom show because it seemed insane. That... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, yeah. So then I just, for my Christmas show, I just put the whole thing on YouTube because I was like, oh, whatever, I'll then it'll make me feel better <laughs> since I didn't do the show. And then also it'll make me do a whole new show next year and not just, you know. Did it make you feel better? 
a little bit, you know, it was Good. nice. Like, a, a couple of people watched it. Yeah. You know, just like, uh, but it was also, you know, there's a financial aspect too of like, oh man, I uh, had planned on the money from that show when I was figuring everything out with like buying presents and stuff and then I did not have it. So, but whatever, obviously the <laughs> smallest problem in the world compared to every other problem. Have you gotten COVID yet? Truly miraculous, miraculously, I have not. Do you feel superior to everyone else in your orbit? No, it just makes me feel crazy. I'm like, I don't get it because I'm not a healthy guy. And like, you know, I, I'm obviously, I'm, I'm vaccinated and I'm boosted and I try, try to wear a mask and everything. But it's like, I know that there are people who are way better about it than me that have gotten it. And I don't understand. I think I understand why. You're, you're, <laughs> not, a, you're not doing inherently intentionally risky things other than stand-up comedy inside <laughs> in New York in January of 2022 <laughs> and my fight club that I have in the Bronx but <laughs> those are the only two things uh how was the holidays because you were in Chicago you were in the Chicagoland area you were supposed to also go see a show that so I was we, we did a uh, an advent calendar of giveaways for recommend if you like and we gave away uh beer and cider and stuff like that and one of the places that gave us cider is in Chicago right B cider and that guy was going to the same show. He's like, oh, yeah, they just canceled it. So, yes. Yeah. Did you end up going to Chicago and did you do anything you wanted to do? So I did end up going to Chicago and it, it was very weird. It was a very weird Chicago trip because it was literally just seeing my family and like like pretty much just my nuclear family. For, I was there for a week. And the, you know, when I saw my extended family, everyone wore masks and everything. So it was just like it was very bizarre. It was like weirder than last year even um just because <laughs> there was this element of like first of all i can't believe we're doing this again and also this year i hadn't planned on it being that bad like last year you kind of knew what yeah. you were signing up for and this year i was just not prepared for it so it's obviously still great to see my family and everything but just just a little a little weird how did you get there because in the past, you have done the riskiest forms of travel, which is like <laughs> Megabus and Amtrak. And I've done those too. Am, this yeah. is not a, it's not a yeah. judgment. Just in terms of risk, it's riskier in terms of COVID. How did you get to and from New York to Chicago? You know, I flew this time and I somehow ended up being fine. I tested both ways. And, uh, and also, I got so lucky where I didn't have anyone sitting next to me on my first on my flight to Whoa. Chicago which was the one I was more worried about like both seats empty and I was like this is a stroke of insane luck that I have that's pretty great um would you say that you're a lucky guy a la the band the verve <laughs> I, am so, I would say I'm a lucky man a la the band Pearl Jam <laughs> <laughs> um are you happy right now? Because you are one of a handful of people I like speaking with because you, you, I'd say 10 out of 10 times I speak to you, you're happier than me. <laughs> well, you know, it, I was like very down around the holidays for sure. It was just like, I had that, you know, that moment of like, Oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. And there's no, it really was one of those. I can't even comprehend the way this ends now because it just feels like it never will. And I had like a kind of depression for a couple of weeks. Um, but late, like right now I feel good. I've, I'm on, uh, I'm doing sober January, so I feel healthier and I just, uh, <laughs> and I drank like four cups of coffee. So I have a real pep in my step today and I'm <laughs> feeling op optimistic, trying to plan a bunch of stuff for the year and uh, make God laugh at me as they say. Have you, lost weight during a sober January? Have you done a dry January before, I should ask? Yeah, I did it I did it last year 
Or no, last year I did drive February except the Super Bowl, which is such a lame <laughs> half attempt. <laughs> so it's the shortest month minus the biggest temptation day. <laughs> Here, here's why I respectfully disagree. I don't think of the Super Bowl as a big drinking day because I think of it more as a food day. Yes, that's true. Um, but I overcompensated knowing it was my only <laughs> drinking day that month and like did not remember the second half of the game at all. <laughs> if memory serves correct, it was pretty lackluster. Yes, it was a bad game, and I and uh, it was not a close game, so I just got hammered. But yeah, this year I'm trying to really do it <laughs> in earnest, and I want to see if I can go. Long. I want to see how long I can go. I want to do at least all of January. I might try and go till the Super Bowl this year because for some reason that is my drinking holiday. Uh, it's my St. Patrick's Day, and uh, Ooh, you know what I think? I think my drinking holiday is my Christmas shows, plural. Like mm. those are my most joyous shows because I'm able to see people like you in a city that we no longer live in, you know, things like that. And, and this is now the second year we've missed those. And I was really, really more depressed this round, definitely than 2020s canceled yeah. shows. Cause I, as soon as you canceled yours, I was like, Tommy's not going to cancel it. He's, he's New York strong. <laughs> I mean, you had just done the show in New York. The New York numbers are way worse than Chicago. They still are. And, I thought that if you canceled that show, that's a bad sign. So I I asked all the guests on my show, when you canceled your show, do you feel comfortable? The one person without a kid was like, totally feel comfortable. <laughs> Everyone else <laughs> was like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. We're not doing it. Let's try January 2nd. By the time like December 30th comes, it's like, we're not doing this. <laughs> we're maybe going to do this in the spring. This is bad. Yeah, it's, it was it was really hard this year just because it came up so quickly too. the wave of like it was like mid-December. Everything mm -hmm. seemed like just had it had seen before. And then immediately, especially in New York, it was just like apocalypse right away. And it was like, I know it's not possible, but it seems like nine out of 10 people have it. I know that those aren't the real numbers, but that's sure, what sure, it sure. felt like. Well, my co-host yesterday, Allison, she knows 15 people that got it in like the same week. Oh, my God. Yeah. To be fair. Allison also works in nightlife. So that makes a lot more sense than someone like me that doesn't go outside. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, restaurants closing. It felt, yeah, it was very, I mean, people were saying this, but it really felt like March 2020. I think that's what made me so depressed is it just felt like, oh my God, like it's literally nothing has changed in a year and a half. I've, this is, I don't know if it's right or wrong to say because it's not like the deaths at the start don't count, but <laughs> this one <laughs> felt worse than that. Because yeah. it's, it's compounded by everything. And maybe yeah, it was the false yeah. sense of hope that like we were both doing shows. And then I pulled the plug on my, my monthly show in October because I was convinced I can't do this comfortably until my kid could get vaccinated. And July felt awesome. It was totally fine. And August felt okay-ish. And then September, I felt bad. So October, I'm like, this is it. This is the last one mm -hmm. indefinitely. So as of now, we have a few holds for April and May, but if he's not vaccinated and it's like this, I, we're not doing it. And I'm losing my mind. Yeah, for sure. And what, like, so what age are they at now with vaccination? Is it down to like five or is it? Five and up can get vaccinated. They, okay. they don't have the boosters yet, but that's likely to come. And it says that the first wave of, I think, Moderna, they, they sh we should have some news in March, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Just sit on your thumbs for two months and uh, yeah. worry about everything. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm not, I, the thing about the March 2020 of it all is like, there was some sense of 
uh, community and hope, mm-hmm. and now there's neither. Yes. <laughs> cool party. Okay, bye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really brutal. I mean, obviously the uh, the the look on the bright side stuff is like that. This variant, you know, in in other parts of the world was kind of done after four to six weeks. They said or it leveled out. So you just kind of hope that it's just a really bad January, and then by spring everything is back to what spring was last year you know let's talk about something that'll make me happy uh let's talk about your drinking habits do you drink alone <laughs> um i've always been a uh, a social drinker um, okay. which is you know i always think of that whole st- <laughs> old steady lyric which is just a saying of like they don't say they say you don't have a problem until you start uh drinking alone they say you don't have a problem until you start bringing it home and i've always used that as like see the whole steady said it's okay uh, <laughs> i completely agree with that though <laughs> yeah for sure um but also I, I mean, during the, like, 2020, I definitely drank at home more just because, I mean, it was, like, with my girlfriend and my roommate, but still, it was just, like, looking back on it, I'm like, it would have been such a good time just be sober the whole time, which obviously is easy to say in retrospect. Wait, um, I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. I just, like, I could have lost, like, 60 pounds if I just didn't drink at So home you're thinking of it from a weight perspective, not a, just just that alone. That's worth it. That's, that's, what, that's the way I'm thinking of it is, like, I okay. wish I did it, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't agree with you. Um, in the sense of like just needing. Just you like, should never have been sober in 2020. <laughs> just needing to cope and everything. Yeah, th- two to three drinks in at all times. No more, no less. <laughs> That's a good way to do it. Yeah, You're like a little too drunk to drive, but everything else is fine. <laughs> and luckily I don't drive. So. There you go. You're better at darts. You want that, <laughs> that level. Yeah. You have the perfect amount of confidence where you're not going to do anything you wouldn't do, but the things you are doing, you know you're doing a little bit worse, but feel better about it. That is great, yeah. Um, when do you think you'll feel comfortable again? Are you waiting for others, or is there an unspoken thing in your life that will make you feel comfortable? You know, that's a great question. I, th- It's so weird because I had gotten pretty comfortable with like where we were at last year of just like, all right, you know, I have to show my vaccination card everyone. That's fine. I'm happy. Everyone else does. And and, because in New York, those state law and everything or city law and, uh, and you know, you wear your mask on the train and stuff and whatever. But I was like, I can deal with this for a while. But then the threat of like, Oh, it could all just collapse. Any point is still, (laughs) still very much there. So I don't, I just don't know. This is what gets depressing is it's hard to think of the moment where everyone is celebrating in the streets because it's never going to come, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Do you think if the Cubs are any good, you'd consider moving home again? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I mean, I I feel like at some point in my life I'll move back to Chicago, but I I just want to... uh, it probably won't. I mean, it, if it's one, the Cubs are good again. It probably will work out with the timeline of being in yeah. <laughs> 10 years. So I think I can say yes to your question. Do you feel like you have to stay in New York to like give it the old college try? Yeah, I just, you know, when I first moved to New York, I was like, I'm going to give it five years. And then that five years hit in 2020 and I was like well that doesn't count I have to keep going and I, and I, you know and I like love I do love a lot of stuff about living here and I have like a great friend group and community here and I still get to go to Chicago a lot you know pandemic permitting and everything 
So I, I feel like it works. It's an easy trip when you do the when you can afford the flight. So I, I feel like I want to stay here. I don't know. There's like accomplishments I want to hit that if I did, I would feel comfortable moving back. You know what okay, I mean? Like what? Like I, you know, if I got a TV set or sold a special or something like that, and I could be like, okay, I did what I moved out here to do. Now mm-hmm. I can live in Chicago and still do comedy, but feel like I did what I moved to New York to do. You know? Absolutely. I'm thinking more and more about LA. <laughs> Oh yeah, not for any of that, but just it's warmer. Yeah, for sure. And the longer I'm, this I'm goes, like, the, the more I don't care about anything. Yeah, <laughs> and if, but if we're gonna be outside, hey, that, that it's warmer there. <laughs> I'm of that like dumb Irish stock where I feel more myself when it's cool. Like, not I, I obviously don't like it when it's freezing, but like in like spring and fall, I feel like the most. I feel like happier and I feel like my brain works better <laughs> than when it's hot. But so when these variants are like hardcore winter solstice peaking, <laughs> it's just an attack on you and your hair. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love a I love a winter walk. I still try and do them, but Yeah, what's your day to day like right now? We're recording this on Wednesday, January twelfth, twenty twenty two. A very cool date. One one two two two. Yes, <laughs> I was going to tweet today just to annoy people. Like, today's a palindrome and an ambigram, even though it's not, just to get people mad. But then I deleted it immediately. I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, so what's your day-to-day um, like? So, yeah, I'm, uh, the day-to-day is uh, I try and go for walks a lot. I do um, I do some freelance, uh, like, social media stuff for brands during the day to make a little money. Um so it's You're not doing it for of, the love of the brand? You know, as much as I love brands. <laughs> um, but it is, I don't know if I can say what it is, but it's, a, it's an alcoholic brand. It's funny during sober January to spend like all day thinking about different ways to make people buy whiskey. But um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm doing like that. That I had a meeting for this morning and I had to come up with a bunch of pitches for it, which is why I had to push this back three hours because I forgot about it. But yeah. um, I did that and then... I mean, usually I would try and, if I don't have a show, try and go hang out at a show. But obviously these last couple of weeks, that hasn't been an option really. I mean, a few shows are still going, but it, I don't know. I, I, I base a lot of my stuff of like, if I'm going to get COVID, I don't want to get it from hanging out at a show. <laughs> like if it's performing, it's one thing, but you know. Yeah, that's, a, <laughs> I've been thinking about that a lot because for recommend, if you like, I write about events and Every time I I see a, a, like a '90s cover band that's playing a sold out thousand person show, I'm like, the people are gonna get like deathly ill because you needed to hear a cover of a Smash Mouth song. <laughs> because they needed to hear "Good" by Better Than Ezra. <laughs> Dun, but I realize now, am I just doing a, a version of David Cross's "9/11" in Vegas? Bit? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it's this pandemic has like really been tough for you because your career was going well. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it uh it was definitely frustrating. I was talking about it uh with some friends because every year this website uh the, the Interro Bang this comedy <laughs> this comedy website puts out a list of like comedians saying who they think is going to have like a big year. Mm-hmm. And uh in 2020 someone said it was that I was going to be one of the ones who had a big year. <laughs> and then I was looking back and I was like, "Oh, it ended up being the worst year of my life." <laughs> So that prediction did not come true. Um, was it really the worst year of your life? Actually, no, no. Twenty twenty one, I think, was just because I had some family health stuff and just a, bu- a bunch of stuff, and 
it was just like everything was bad i felt like um but obviously you know with the perspective that people have much worse problems no qualifiers top two worst years you're gonna go 2021 then 2020 yeah i think so yeah yeah i'd probably agree on that with for me as well yeah and it just, I, yeah go ahead please i just i can't i you know i wasn't i mean for the most part I wasn't able to do the thing I like to do. And when I was able to do it, it was fraught and weird, you know, and it's just like, it just kind of takes out. That's like the easy part of life or was the easy part of life. It was like, even if personal life stuff is shitty, like if I have really fun time on stage, then it makes the whole day <laughs> like a good day, you know? So, and then yes, just I do. Got taken away. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know I was this angry at 39. Mm. You know what I mean? That's bad. That's a bad, <laughs> that's a bad And I wasn't at 37, you know? Yeah. Things change. Yeah, I was referencing weird. the future islands when I said that. <laughs> Seasons change from what I've heard. I'm giving you all the good stuff. Uh, <laughs> one of the reasons I asked about moving to Chicago is because uh, John Lester retired today. And I saw that, yeah. Yeah. And I thought about, you were talking about celebrating the streets, and instantly I thought about the Milwaukee Bucks NBA championship celebration, which was in the summer, it was in July of 2021. And it was packed. It was. Do you, do you remember seeing this at all or no? I don't. I remember the Lakers one in 2020 when people were no, this in is, the streets so during the bubble. This is one. right outside remember. where the Bucks play in Milwaukee, outside the stadium. And it was packed. And it was mm. like, it felt more packed than Lollapalooza. And <laughs> when you were suggesting, like, when are people going to party again? I like, like, oh, if the Cubs win the World Series in Chicago, regardless of the status of this pandemic, yeah. it will be like that. Well, yeah, I remember uh, my friend Tom Takart is a bit about this, but the day Trump lost the election, the day Biden, it was announced that Biden was going to win. New York was like crazy in the streets um, for that. And Tom does a very funny bit about how it's funny that we were all like blacking out for Joe Biden, <laughs> this old man who has not done anything for anyone. But, uh, but you know, it was, uh, but yeah, I just feel like because everything with COVID is so politicized that everyone is going to think it's over at different points. Some people already do think it's over. So there's never going to be the collective moment, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 Well, I don't feel good now. Thanks. <laughs> when is your next show? Uh, I have a show Friday that's supposed to happen. Um, that. Yeah, so it's like 52 hours away. Do you think it's going to happen? Because I know you usually perform at 630 at night, right? <laughs> yes, I usually do the uh, matinee. Um, I do think this one will happen, and it'll be good because I'm going a little stir crazy. Um, Where is it? Uh, it's in Brooklyn at the uh, Brooklyn Comedy Collective is the name of the uh, the place. How many people fit in the Brooklyn Comedy Collective? It's it's pretty small. I would say probably it, it would only max out at like 50. Um, okay. Do you think there'll be 50 people there or do you think there'll be like 10? I, I think this show, I would say I'd put it somewhere in the middle. You know, it's okay. uh, Mike Hamford is super funny. It's his show. And I know he has a following from like Comedy Bang Bang and Birthday Boys and all this stuff. So I, I assume there will be enough people there that it's fun. 
but do you think that when you first started doing comedy, when you're like, oh, that guy's got a following, he's on a podcast heard by almost a million people, he could maybe draw 25 on a Friday <laughs> night. That, that would be a good thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe it'll be packed. Maybe it'll be like the first show I did this year, which was and there was four people and they're like, we're going to cancel. And then a fifth person walked in and they're like, oh, we can do it now. And I was like, can oh. we? <laughs> How long? How long was your set the, uh, that night? That was a super spreader. Uh, <laughs> it was so funny because, uh, I, first of all, I love the people who run the show, but they were like, "Okay, just do ten to 12. And I was like, "There's five people here. How about I do one minute for each person, and <laughs> we can all go home." <laughs> My uh, part of me really just—I haven't done anything remotely close to stand-up in a long time. I've just did like ninety minutes. Just go for it. <laughs> Just record that hour and then give them a bonus half hour. <laughs> Sit on the stool, smoke a cigarette, do the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, sign autographs. <laughs> sign some book plates for other books. <laughs> yeah, you got uh, the Fountainhead <laughs> signed by you. And <laughs> you and Aaron Rodgers, you're good friends. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, what a bummer. It's weird that he like, I got to get COVID for John Wick. There's no way John Wick's not getting the vaccine. Keanu Reeves' entire career is about taking drugs. <laughs> oh, man. What a bummer that Aaron Rodgers is going to be celebrated this year when he's Aaron Rodgers and he sucks so much. <laughs> so do you, would you rather have that guy or the other guy that clearly did not get vaccinated, Tom Brady? <laughs> the, this... guy, um, the guy who had the Make America Great Again hat in his locker, that guy? Yeah. Well, to be fair, so did Rogers. Just it was in Green Bay, so like no one cared. <laughs> he happened to do it in a blue state. <laughs> Whatever. I, I always used to make fun of the the Tom Brady. They would ask him about the Trump stuff, and he go, "I'm not a political person. <laughs> I'm just friends with the president <laughs> and murderers." <laughs> yeah. Oh man. How is every question to him not about Hernandez? <laughs> You think if he threw him fewer touchdowns, he wouldn't have murdered? Throw him more touchdowns, he would have murdered more. How does the touchdown to murder <laughs> ratio count? Oh man, the New England I, Patriots. Uh, I did a show in Boston once, and right right before the show, the owner of the venue says, "You know, this is where Aaron Hernandez was hanging out the night he got arrested for murder." <laughs> <laughs> and he tells me that, and he goes, "But you can't bring it up on stage." <laughs> Why would you tell me then? <laughs> Well, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> you, Me, Them, Everybody is produced by me, Brandon Weatherby. We've been doing this since 2008. This is year 15. We have a Patreon account. Please consider donating at you, me, them, everybody.com and in this podcast description. The most recent year of shows is available in iTunes and Spotify. The first 15 years, all 15 years, all 900 plus episodes are available at you, me, them, everybody.com. Follow us on all the social media handles you can think of. It's at sign YMTE. Our art is by Jillian Ron, and our music is by Daniel Knox. Thanks for listening, and have a wonderful night. I'll hunt the places that you've been sleeping, friends and family.